This is Taking Care in Business, a podcast that dives into the topic of corporate social responsibility from many different perspectives. Host Kathy Pedrotti Hayes is an expert in CSR and philanthropic giving, and her co-host, Vicki Bolson, is the founder and CEO of Bolson Group, a unified marketing company that was also the first B Corp certified company in Indiana. Kathy and Vicki became friends and equally passionate about CSR when they first worked together several years ago. Join them as they talk about why it is always worthwhile to take care in business. Hi there, and welcome to Taking Care in Business. I'm Kathy. And I'm Vicki. Um, and, you know, we have a guest today that I think um, really fits into what we're trying to accomplish on this podcast, talking to different, um, you know, CEOs, owners of companies, employees of companies, researchers, practitioners, whatever. And Nathan, who I'll let you introduce in a second, um, I think uh, is going to be a great person for our guests to listen to because not only is the mission of his company, uh, d- you know, definitely um, a social responsible company, if I've ever seen one, but the way that he runs his company is as well. Yes. Well, I'm really excited. Um, as you said, today's guest is Nathan Morin, and he is the CEO and co-founder and co-owner of North Coast Organics. North Coast Organics is a B Corp certified company in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Their mission is to bring the highest quality small batch organic body products to your family. Their certified organic products are made from minimal all natural ingredients. Their products are dairy free, gluten free, soy free, egg free, cruelty free, BPA free, paraben free, and sulfate-free. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> they believe that the soft, uh, safest body care products contain only 100% natural ingredients. Nathan, I almost took a chunk out of one of your deodorant <laughs> sticks this weekend because I went into a health food store in Broad Ripple. Do you know Broad Ripple? Because you're out oh, of Fort yeah. Wayne. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the Good Earth there carries your yep. products. and I yes, they do. I, I ended up buying some deodorant for myself and my de- my daughter, and um, with this lineup of dairy-free, gluten-free, um, I mean, I think people could probably eat your products. Yeah, actually, they, they can, because <laughs> um, it's a certified organic product, and even though we're body care, all certified organic body care products have to follow the same rules as a food product, so we can only use edible ingredients on a certified organic body care product. That's so wild. Well, I know we're going to get into that more um, as we talk, but let's start with how, um, well, tell a little bit about your company, um, because our listeners may or may not be familiar with North Coast Organics. And then if you want to segue into talking about your, um, how you got interested in in your company, because it's so um, CSR oriented. As you, as you, you guys really did give a really great description of North Coast Organics. Um, I really don't have too much to add to that description. You guys took the words right, right out of my mouth, as it were. So I'll segue um, right into, um, well, you know, how I got started in this and then how my personal philosophy, you know, founded the mission of the company as well. Okay. I started North Coast Organics uh, because I was, uh, I could not find um, a good certified organic deodorant that actually would hold up in my hot, humid Chicago summer bike rides. And as I was looking to purchase um, another deodorant after trying this several, I decided um, to start making my own deodorant. And um, so I could have a deodorant that fit, you know, all the characteristics I was looking for. Minimal ingredients, 
100% natural, organic ingredients, vegan ingredients, and edible ingredients. And so I created a recipe, and the deodorant worked really well. Uh, some friends wanted to try it, and then they reported back that they loved it as well and decided and told me that I should start selling this. So I took a leap of faith and spent, um, spent about a year getting the company ready, and then we launched in September of 2012. So it was, you know, this was, I'm an accidental entrepreneur. I had a great working life in Chicago. And so when I decided to take the leap to start the company, I was not going to cut any corners um, as far as, you know, they're organic, vegan. And one, one big thing that resonated with me was to use, you know, a capitalist, you know, the capitalist system to have a for-profit business, but then to use that. Um, to give back to society. And so right away, uh, we launched um, a gift box for Christmas, and that was a one-to-one -one donation where we donated deodorant to um, a homeless shelter in Fort Wayne uh, for every gift set that was purchased. You also do oils and lip bulbs, too. Yes, we do have um, other products in addition to our deodorants. So currently, we're offering certified organic lip balms and certified organic CO2 extracted oils, which are different than essential oils in the, the way they're made, uh, but fit into the same category. You are USDA certified organic. Tell the Correct. listeners what that means, because there's, a, there's some differences between different labels. Yeah, so that is, you know, in the food world, it's much more straightforward because legally you're not allowed to put the word organic on a, on an, a food product unless it is certified organic. However, in the body care world, you're able to market your products as organic, even though they're not USDA certified. So the USDA uh, started a program that's codified into federal law called the National Organic Program, and that was to cut down on the confusion in the marketplace. Prior to the USDA, well, the National Organic Program, uh, there was a hodgepodge of organic programs around the U.S., and because of that, people were able to take advantage of, you know, labeling their stuff as organic without it truly not being organic because it didn't follow uh, one of the state's organic programs. And so the USDA decided to create a program that would cover all 50 states. So what they, what the certified organic program does, there's three parts to it. There's the uh, agricultural side, there's the processor side, which we are, and then there's the retail side as well. So from the agriculturalist side, they want to make sure that um, all the inputs that are being on the crop uh, fit a certain standard, and that also the soil fits a certain standard as well. And then in the processing side, they want us to be able to guarantee to the consumer the organic integrity of our product. And so there's, there's multiple, multiple layers of what we have to do on a daily basis so that we can prove to our customers that our product is following the National Organic Program. And then the retailer side is a little bit less strict. Uh, like, for example, Whole Foods is a certified organic retailer, but they do sell non-organic products. And I'm not too familiar with the retail side of things and how that works. So I'm just really going to speak to the processing side. And so we're obviously not food. We're a body care company. And for the first few years of the National Organic Program, the USDA refused to certify body care products because body care products are the purview of the FDA, not the USDA. 
a really cool company called Nourish Organics um, really put some pressure on the USDA, and they had some connections in Congress, and so they were able to get the USDA to certify their body care line. However, the USDA decided they were not going to create a separate standard, that they were going to certify body care products to the food standard. Interesting. And so, yeah, and so, you know, and it was really important to me, um, one of, you know, the things we like to do at the company is that all the claims we're making, we like to have verified by reputable third parties. Mm -hmm. So right away, we wanted to have, you know, our organic deodorant be certified by the USDA. So that brings up a great point. You guys are also B Corp certified. Can you talk a little bit about how you chose to do that, why you chose to do it? So we are a certified B Corporation, and we chose to become a certified B Corporation for the because we wanted to prove our claim uh, that we are a socially responsible company through a reputable third party. And so we were running our business just like a certified B Corporation without knowing about the standard. And one of my friends started a uh, laundry soap company in Chicago, and she had went to school, and one of the things she had studied is, you know, social responsibility at the corporate level. And so she became a B Corp certified, and she was like, you, you guys need to be. I think you guys already fit the mission. And so we looked into what it means to be a certified B Corporation, and what it means to be a certified B Corporation is, is that we're held accountable in a transparent way to put people over profits. And there's three segments to that. There is, well, the way we treat our workforce, the, the way in which we use our profits to give back to our local community and society in general, and how much we care about the environment. How does it translate into your workplace culture, all this mission and the B Corp certification? The certified B Corporation fits into our workplace culture in a few different ways. First of all, you know, even though we're a small manufacturer, we pay above minimum wage and we also have certain benefits for employees. Um, so that's more of a tangible thing for the employees. Where it does resonate more so is, you know, the amount of respect that we treat our employees with and the amount of respect that we expect our staff members to treat other staff members by. So we have, you know, very zero tolerance for anything that would make someone uncomfortable in the workplace. And we've actually had to let staff members go for, from the outside looking in, maybe it was an innocuous comment. It wasn't to us. So, you know, we have, you know, a strong sense of, you know, respect here. And that starts with, you know, from the leadership down. And it's providing a great, safe working environment where, uh, where a staff member feels part of the team, feels cared about, and feels linked to our overall purpose as well. How do you think that resonates with your customers? That, you know, <laughs> that's a great question. I think being a certified B Corporation, the way we treat our staff, does resonate with customers that know about, you know, what a certified B Corporation means to be. And for those customers that don't and find out about, you know, exactly what a certified B Corporation is, they, you know, overall think it's pretty cool. They, you know, there's some research that suggests that especially for millennials, and that's who our product targets, is that they care deeply about their purchase power and that it's just not to line, you know, someone's you know, pockets with profits, that they're actively seeking companies and products that put people over profits. And what about, like, where you're sold, some of your merchants? Do, do you think that that 
kind of that plays into their decision to actually give some shelf space to North Coast Organics? Yes. Um, the Certified B Corporation does help us get in the store shelves because buyers at those stores are looking for socially responsible products, in, and that's due to the demand of their customer base. Uh, we are asked, you know, retailers have different ways of getting in there. Uh, a classic way that's kind of changing is through a category review schedule where they're once a year they review a product group like deodorant, for instance. Uh, we just went through that with Sprouts Market. And so some of the, these applications do ask if you're a certified B corporation. Um, so there, it has helped us get some shelf space. And then also what really helped us at the beginning was, you know, the certified organic angle. And as there's more certified organic body care products being, you know, on the marketplace now, that the certified B corporation stand out because of the consumer, um, the consumers really are looking for socially responsible products now. So buyers, buyers are looking for those for sure. So I guess you would say that your company's involvement in CSR is by design, not default? Yeah, I mean, it, it is by design. And like I said, this was, maybe I didn't go too in depth on that, but, you know, my personal mission, you know, is, you know, <laughs> I won't get into my personal politics, but, you know, if I was just running a for-profit company without being a certified B corporation, there'd be a lot of people in my life that would be calling me out for sure for a lot of this, you know, because it would be go against my value system completely if we weren't a social, you know, social responsible company. When you said um, something earlier, it made me think about how we're also a B Corp certified company, and so much of it, it it's kind of design and default, right? Because you, it's default because it's organic and it's it's in your nature. Everything you're doing is because you want to, and it's important to you and it's meaningful. But then it's by design because by design, you get B Corp certified to hold yourself accountable. Do you feel that it does that for you? Yeah, yeah. I would say that, you know, being, you know, being a certified B Corp, uh, you know, is, you know, first by design because it does hold us, you know, accountable. And one of the ways it does hold us accountable, my business partner, who's my mom, she kind of raises her eyebrows every once in a while that some of these large donations we make. She's like, uh, and I just, I say, remember the certified B Corp? She's like, that's right, that's right. <laughs> so it, it does hold us. It does hold us accountable, and also, you know, yeah, it does hold us accountable. And I forget the other part I was going to say there. Sorry about that. Oh, it's okay. That's do okay. you do you measure your impact, and if so, in what ways? Um, the way we, I mean, the only measurements we have on, I guess, our impact is the amount and donations we make on a yearly basis. I'm not sure of the actual impact that has on the people that re receive the products and our money from us. But it's, uh, I think, oh, I know what I was going to say. It's, you know, about the by design for the Certified B Corporation. I sat in on a, a webinar with Ian Fisk, who was kind of a leader in socially responsible companies. And, and his, his big point that he was trying to drive home was that, you know, yeah, we're as a for-profit corporation, you know, the social responsible mission should help increase your profits. If it's not, you probably shouldn't be doing it or change to a 503c charity. Mm -hmm. And so that that really that really resonated with me because I, you know, I just want to give everything away. <laughs> but if we're not if we're, if we're not making a profit, we're not going to be able to accomplish our or our, our mission. So yeah, so it is you know, being a certified B Corp, from my point of view, is a little default and a little design. 
So one of the things you mentioned earlier, Nathan, was about your environmental uh, stewardship and conscientiousness. Can you talk a little bit about that? You know, North Coast Organics is a green certified company. We've been green certified from the start. And so some of the stuff we do um, environmentally wise is now that we actually control our own electricity bill at our old location where we did it, um, all our electricity comes from 100% renewables. We have to pay a little extra for that. We use uh, tree-free labels. We have a robust recycling program at work. We have a compost uh, program here. We even go so far as the compost program to send employees home with uh, compost little bins that they can bring in their compost from home to have it composted here. Uh, one, one area that you know is really concerning to us and where we've been actively looking for an alternative is you know we do use you know a plastic deodorant container. Mm. And, and, you know, and here's where, you know, we have to, you know, think about profit and, you know, environmentalism and how those intersect. There's some different style deodorant containers out there. There's a great compostable or biodegradable tube coming out of a company in Chicago. It's a push-up tube. We've experimented with that, and it just consumers want to see a traditional deodorant container. Hmm. That's what really drives sales. I mean, we started with a glass container and a jar, and we little differently applied deodorant. So we really have been looking for an alternative that looks like the traditional oval-shaped container, but it is, you know, much more environmentally friendly. So we're looking at switching to a container um, that's made from 50% recycled plastic later this year. But the, the overall goal is hopefully that there's going to be some really, you know, legitimate bioplastics that are going to be coming out. And Hopefully, we can find a manufacturer that will manufacture a tube for us with that, with that quote-unquote bioplastic. That's a great goal for the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, you know, and, and then another way that, you know, being a sustainable company, that really, you know, influences our decision-making as well and, you know, does hold us accountable to, oh, well, the recycled paper is a little more than the non-recycled stuff. You know, we're going to, we're not going to let a higher price point deter us from doing the right thing. Uh, Nathan, can you, in your experience, could you offer some words of advice for maybe some of our listeners, companies who are interested in thinking about corporate social responsibility and engaging in it or, or folks that maybe do a little bit of, of it but are looking to um, expand? Yeah. So for, you know, for your, um, your audience that is, you know, highly interested in being a socially responsible company and are looking to do more of this, I would say that make sure it fits into your mission. Make sure mm-hmm. that you're not going to break the bank or going to, you know, destabilize your company to become this. It is very important, but it's also important that you remain in business. And I would say that, you know, you want to look holistically first. You want to, you know, take kind of a where where you see the whole goal to end up being, and then start working on little stuff. You know, don't you don't have you know know where you want to go. And kind of develop a roadmap to get there with you know the baby steps along the way so that because you i mean to change your corporate culture overnight is problematic <laughs> even if it is to do good in the world you know that can be problematic on you know this workplace culture you know your profit margins all that so you want to make sure that it's feasible and i would say one of the best places to start is to go on the you know the b corporate website and take the quiz and see so then you can you will have a clear understanding of what it means to be a socially responsible company. You can see 
the stuff you're doing right now that fits into the program in areas where you can improve and to really start working on those areas and to make sure that it does fit into your overall mission. And then to, and another big part about, you know, this is, and we don't really do that great of a job other than to put it on our, to put the B Corp on our label and some of that marketing, but is to, is to let your customers, you know, know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know that can be hard for some socially responsible companies because, you know, I guess they're all so be, humble, you know, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you know, we want to make anonymous donations. No, no, people should know what you're doing. But that's a fine line, too. Consumers, you know, can smell through BS in a marketing campaign as well. So, I mean, that, that's kind of a fine line to walk. But I would say that being a socially responsible company is going to have a positive impact on your for-profit corporation to go for it. Well, that's great advice, and I think that's a good note to end this uh, episode on. But we want to make sure that our listeners know where to find the North Coast Organics products and you, Nathan. So can you just quickly tell how people can find your product? Oh, yeah. So um, we are available. um, So the North Coast Organics products are available on about 500 store shelves across the nation. Um, Our website needs to get a little more up to date about those locations. Uh, there's a good chance we're in a Whole Foods near you. Uh, we're in a lot of independent stores as well. You can find us directly through our website. But if you're um, an Amazon buyer, you can save a couple bucks and have um, prime shipping uh, through Amazon for our products. Oh, awesome. And then can that you be found on social media? You know, we're not really active on Twitter or Facebook, but we're active on Instagram. And all our handles are at North Coast Organics uh, for Instagram. Uh, for Facebook, you know, facebook.com slash North Coast Organics. And then on Twitter, we are uh, North Coast Organic. Well, Nathan, it was great having you on today. It sure was. Thank you so much. We'll it talk- was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let's give a big thank you to Matthew Sosi, our podcast engineer. You can visit the Taking Care in Business website at takingcareinbusiness.com. Or just visit us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Taking Care in Biz. That's Taking Care in B-I-Z. If you have questions or comments, you can email us at any time at info at takingcareinbusiness.com. Thank you for joining us today, and until next time, take, take care, care in, in business. business.